0: Yay! Welcome to our seventh or eighth episode. We've lost count by now. It's our seventh episode. It's our seventh one. Woo! We've done this seven times. Woohoo! So, so if you guys have been enjoying our podcast lately, we really want to know. Leave us a review if you're listening on iTunes or a like on Spotify. And follow us on Instagram. We do a lot of fun posts on there. That way we know that you're liking what we're doing and maybe you can suggest a few topics that you want to listen to uh for the next the next ones today i kind of wanted to talk a little bit about travel cuz I miss traveling. Not that I traveled all the time, but just the the fact that like we can't travel kind of makes it a little a little sad. Not gonna lie. I've been watching a lot of YouTubers who travel. Um, obviously they're not traveling right now, but like their old videos, and I just kind of was like, I want to know like what have been your like favorite places to vacation or what's been your favorite place to go. I've never been out of the country. I've only been to like New York has been like the farthest i've ever gone as far as like leaving florida because like i've been to like georgia and alabama but i don't count that because it's like our neighbor states so and i've obviously traveled within florida and everything but the farthest i've gone is new york and i've loved it i've gone i think around seven times and every time that i've gone has been with someone different and i've enjoyed every single experience and have learned something from each experience so
1: where have you gone lately that you like i i can't complain i've gone to a lot of places in my life (laughs) i've been to 10 countries outside of of the US that I can remember most of them in Europe a couple in Latin America and then within the US I actually I've been more out of the US than in the US and I've always said that that is a shame because I know there's a lot of beautiful places in the US and I want to one day do like a trip around the US and get to know all the 50 states but I haven't I, I have visited seven of the states in the United States counting Florida which is where I live most of the my favorite places are in Europe especially Switzerland Germany And then there was this one city called Lyon in France that I really liked because it was in between a city and a town. And I really like that feel. Um, Within the U.S., I love New York. I've always felt like I will eventually one day in my life live in New York. I hope so. I always saw myself as living there when I grew up. It doesn't matter where I am in New York. I could be on a train in the metro. I'm always just, I feel so nice. And I I feel like it it helps my creativity. And I love being in coffee shops there. That's one of my favorite things to do in New York.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way when it comes to New York. New York was actually the very first trip I took by myself I've been um like as far as like a field trip wise I went with it was my first year of college and they did like a spring break trip and I went on this trip to New York and it was like educational but it was really fun because it was in college so you were an adult they didn't like really babysit you like when you're in high school and things and I, I remember it was the first time traveling alone so my parents weren't going with me I was over 18 or maybe 18 right at that. It was such a fun. It was my first time on a plane. I remember it was just such a special trip that first time that I went. And I cried when I got to the Brooklyn Bridge because, A, my feet were bleeding. They were actually bleeding because I had I was dumb enough to wear flip flops. So my feet were like blistering because we had walked all over New York. But also because of the view and I remember just crying like I made it to New York and it just like there was a moment on that trip where I realized if I can travel to New York and like set foot here just as a vacation I can make it here one day living here. And every time I've gone back it's just like a little bit more of a reinsurance of like oh I think I belong here like my heart is in New York City. It will always be in New York City. I do want to move to like LA and stuff. But I always know that one day I'm going to end up in New York City. Do you think that the reason that because you said you'd never really traveled outside of of the
1: state. So I was wondering if the reason you always wanted to go to New York was because of the way that
0: television portrays it. I think that definitely played a part in it. Because I two of my all time favorite shows that I can rewatch as many times as i as possible but never get bored are gossip girl and sex in the city and they're obviously set in New York and they very much romanticize New York and I don't know like I just it felt like an accomplishment it felt like I made it here and I think I was a al- because I was alone it felt better too because I had saved up money to go it was my first time saving money to actually do it without my parents planning a vacation because like I've gone on family vacations where my parents kind of handle all of that and I just kind of show up um so it was it was my first time really planning for it. It was my first plane ride. There was a lot of firsts that happened there. I even got lost. So, so you like solo travel better than family vacations? I like both, and actually, I kind of want to go into that a little bit because I've I've done both. I've done solo travel, and I've done family, and I've done traveling with friends, and I like all three for different reasons. Solo travel, I think you f- you learn a lot about it yourself. And as far as like me with my anxiety, I I at the time I, it wasn't too prominent. I didn't like it wasn't something that I was worried about. But I can like recall like little moments of like, what if I get lost, like all of this and just believing that I can make it that one week that I was there, like I survived that one week, I didn't, you know, get kidnapped, I didn't get hurt I didn't like end up in jail or something but I love family travel as well I have a big family and lately for the past couple of years we've gone on like a yearly vacation this past when we went to North Carolina and I loved it it was a lot of people I think it was like 20 people that we all went and we got this big house and just like enjoyed Asheville, North Carolina. It was a lot of fun. There's a lot of memories there that I have photos that I will that I would always just keep with me and they mean a lot to me those little memories but I don't know if I could do big family travel like that very often it would definitely be like a yearly thing uh, I've also done travel with friends and travel with friends is tricky there's some friends that I can travel with and I'm totally fine and there's a couple of friends that I think our dynamics are completely different and maybe traveling it's not the best Thing to do always. Uh, and then recently, I traveled with minors. I was Mama bear the entire time I felt like <laughs> I felt like I was gonna lose them or they were gonna get kidnapped and that made me realize like I don't think I would want a family in New York like I don't think I would want to settle down in New York because if these were teenagers and I was a helicopter parenting type of thing around them I cannot imagine myself with like a baby <laughs> there so <laughs> but do you like family travel more or do you have you gone like solo or which do you prefer I actually I haven't
1: done. A lot of solo travel. I've been hearing a lot about it lately. I don't remember what artist I heard that he recently decided to do a lot of solo travel and he loved it but I've never really wanted to do any solo traveling. I don't like being alone too much and I get really lost really easily and really stressed when I get lost so I, I've never planned it. The closest I've ever done to solo traveling was when I visited my sister in New York for a month and the reason it was more like solo traveling was because I flew there by myself and then I stayed with her in the apartment, but she was in the middle of her medical school exams. So she wasn't paying any attention to me. I would only hang out with her at night when we would have dinner. And then that's like the only time we would talk. And apart from that, I would just walk around where, where she was and stuff like that. But when I do that, I tend to kind of get scared and I don't like to get go too far from where I am because I get lost really easily. I don't enjoy as much just being by myself. I mean, I like being by myself when I'm in a safe place like my house or my room or a coffee shop that I know, but when I have to travel in a city or a country that I don't know very well, I get really anxious and really paranoid. I like big family vacations. I've Most of the places I've gone to, I've gone to because of family. We used to do uh once or twice, we would do a trip with our family. And the fun thing about that was that it was always not just us, but it would be us and cousins or us and other families would go yeah
0: that's how ours are too and I love that yeah
1: those are really really fun uh, we've done like other trips where it's just us and it's also fun but I just think there's so many memories to be made also there's the whole fact that when you go with your family or at least when I was younger they pay for most of everything
0: <laughs> which is oh nice. hell yeah
1: <laughs> so nice you don't have to worry that much about money you don't have to worry about planning i I get really stressed when I plan things because then I feel like I have to follow it to the T and when I go with family I just kind of go with the flow. And one time, the first time I went to New York that I remember, because my mom, we used to go when I was really little, but I don't remember. My It was me, my mom, and my aunt. And since they had, both knew New York, they kind of let me take charge. And it wasn't that I planned everything, but I liked it because a lot of times when you travel as a family, you have to do like the touristy things, like yeah, go to museums. or And I'm not a big museum person, so I had a what? lot of fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun when I came the first time to New York because my mom was like, what do you want to do? And the only thing that I wanted to do that was touristy was I told her I want I want to see the the uh, Liberty statue so we went on like a, on the little ferry to see it but apart from that I was like I'm happy just walking down Fifth Avenue every day and going to Central Park which I guess is also touristy but it wasn't like going to the yeah art like a museum, museum. or there's yeah. so many museums there was one museum I was interested in which was there was I found there was like a museum that showed you all these old TV shows. But then we went and it was kind of expensive and it wasn't working right. And we were like, it's not worth it. So for me, like I said, in New York, I just really like being down the streets, seeing all the people and the tall buildings. And I love coffee shops there. So I'm I'm not a big, I like, the th- here's the thing. Every time you travel, you go to a museum. And like, if you really think about it, you don't remember half of what you learn in the museum. What you remember is the time you spent at that one dinner place with your family, or when you went to that play. Which I love in New York too. Or when you, or when you went to that coffee shop, you don't remember all the history you learned at the the museum. That's what history classes for, and you still don't remember.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I feel like museums
0: are a waste of time. You know. I kind of I don't I don't really agree. I I love going to museums. <laughs> I especially in New York because like the museums here in Tallahassee are like low key kind of like not the best. Like I mean they're good. I don't want to like shit on them, but like <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they're not. They're not the Met. Miami has
1: some fun ones, I gotta admit though. Miami has fun ones, but not, I'm not talking about history ones, I'm talking about like the art ones or the science ones where you get to do hands-on.
0: Yeah, those are the ones. Yeah, so I like going to the Met Museum in New York. Mm-hmm. I've, I've gone every time I've been to New really? York because I'm obsessed with that museum. I love it. I I can literally spend an entire day there just walking, and I don't do any of like the tours or anything. No, I don't like either. being in like groups and following people talk, tell me boring information. I like to just forget everything and just walk into rooms. I I'll get a map, but more for like a souvenir, not necessarily because I'm gonna follow it in case I need to find the bathroom. But other than that, I just literally just walk, and then when I'm hungry, I'm like, oh, it's lunchtime already, and I've never been able to finish the mat but i love it and i've gone to the other ones too like the natural science one the and they're they're good too i don't know if i would necessarily go back to those but the met i will pay and go back over and over again i i think a reason i like it is because that's we didn't we don't have that type of museum here in tallahassee and it's all about art and my favorite pieces of art are the ones like the medieval kind of art cuz it's like i'm a fantasy writer so i like looking at all like the art that's there and um one day in the future if i have bomb money i would love to be like a member of the met and like donate money to them and probably other smaller museums too but yeah i i really do love museums you know my favorite part about museums is the little store
1: at the end (laughs)
0: the souvenir store
1: i I love souvenir shops i love going to souvenir shops because i only i'm not really a a person who buys a lot of what i do buy is a lot of weird shit and souvenir stores have the i have this one thing of the first time i went to new york and it's like a statue of liberty and you crank her up and she like Mm -hmm. dances and i i literally (laughs) bought it and me and my little sister would just crank it and like stare at it and giggle for hours (laughs) And I, I know that, like, my mom calls them junk. She's like, you buy all this junk. And I'm like, but it's so awesome. It's so funny. <laughs> she does. is so funny. She's like, basically kind of doing the floss before it was a thing.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I one thing I do like that you said is that a lot of the times the memories you make are the ones that you remember the most because I don't know. It's just I have so many memories of the times I've gone to New York that they're just all like. One of the ones that sticks with me the most that was very like sentimental, I get very I take trips like these very sentimental like that every again, every trip I've done to New York has been sentimental because I've gone with a different person. And it meant something different to that person. And I went with one of my best friends and it was her first time also leaving. She was in the same situation. But this was my fourth time in New York. And this was going to be her first time. And I it was my birthday gift to her. I bought her I bought her airplane ticket. We were celebrating our 10th year friendiversary. I, I so I surprised her with like a, a trip to New York and we saved money and we went near her birthday and we went to the top, I think of the rock and or the Empire State Building, one of those two. And we were cause she was also a huge gossip girl fan. And I remember we just got to the top and we were crying our eyes out because it was like a moment that we had always talked about. It was something we'd seen on TV. She had never left the state of Florida. So it was just, it was really emotional. It was really beautiful. And it's definitely one of those memories that I take with me and will always have. And the same thing recently, the last time that I went, I went with all my younger cousins. Also when we went, I think to the top of the Empire State Building or The Rock, it was the same exact moment. And I just got emotional seeing them emotional about it because like just seeing people people's experience New York for the first time gets me all worked out because I'm like <laughs> it's so beautiful but also there's just so many cute memories I remember going to little Italy and there was this hot guy who was like trying to get people to come in at the restaurant and we went and then it, it was like empty and then me and my friend were eating and the food was alright but the guys were hot and then we stayed because there was this lady who like was asleep on the table and they were trying to call the ambulance and we were being little cheese mossas, and just like trying to eat slow to kind of catch everything that happened but there's a lot of good memories that I hope to write a book about one day like taking inspiration from that did you ever
1: did you ever visit um in New York there was I guess it was kind of a museum but it was more of a tour there was this one store that was like NBC Universal stuff and they had like Friends stuff and they had the chair from The Voice because it was starting out and there was if you went upstairs there was a tour and this was really cool I always remember it it was short but it was you would go like upstairs and then they would put you in a room and kind of show you that how the NBC logo has changed and how they first came up with it and like a little Video movie theater looking place, and then they would take you to a couple of places. They took you to us to the set of where they recorded SNL, and then they took us to the where Good Morning America is recorded, and they showed us the background and the windows where they would always show the people standing in the back, and that was really cool. And then they would show you like you could stand there, and they would turn on the green screen. It was one of the times where I was like, I would love to work for NBC, mm-hmm. and it was cool to see the sets because I've never seen them in person, like the
0: backstage part of it. Yeah,
1: no, they. they would show you like the how the sets and like how they had those special rooms and those two sides and then you know how SNL is normally recorded live so they had all these chairs and a lot of times they say sometimes if you catch the tour in the correct time sometimes you can crash one of the recordings and kind of see a little bit of it I mean I didn't get to but I thought that was so cool did you do that
0: I didn't do that um, but I, so I had entered a lottery for Good Morning America and a few other shows, and I ended up getting tickets to go see Good Morning America, but we ended up missing it because it was like a 5am call that we had to be there or something, and we were on the other side of town, and we were exhausted from the night before, so we tried to put the alarm, but it just didn't work out because we were just so tired, and we were like, we'll, we'll still make it, and then we ended up waking up at like 9am, and it was like, it was over by then. That sucks. <laughs> but there is so much to do. You never get bored. There's so much to do in New York, for sure. But it's just a beautiful place to go. And I always want to go back and do more. But then sometimes I'm like, I should just go somewhere else and, and experience something else.
1: <laughs> and be a little bit more broad. I really feel like it'd be really cool to do a... Like, I did a Europe trip a couple years ago, which I'll bring up later. I feel like I, w- I want to do, like, a United States Trip and go to all the little places and all the states in the U.S. Because like I went to a wedding in Virginia once and I hadn't realized how pretty Virginia was. You find like all the little tiny towns, people, and they're so nice. And then you f- we found like the- this place that basically looked like someone's house, and they had the best pancakes. I'm telling you, they're the best pancakes I've ever had in my life. I feel like living in Miami, I've never really known what it is to live in the united states
0: so i feel like i should go and meet real southern people and real northern people it's definitely i've always wanted to travel to like go to the other states i don't know if you like to collect things when you travel like buy a specific type of souvenir but i like getting coffee mugs from starbucks like going finding a Starbucks.
1: Yeah, you tell me about that. Yeah,
0: and getting their travel around the world mugs. I've always wanted to like get them from all the states, but I don't just want to like buy it. I want to actually go to the state and And experience it. Right. So it's part of a memory. Yeah. And I have a couple. I have like one from Indiana. Because I have family there. And I've traveled there. I couldn't get the Chicago one. But I got an Illinois one. There's like a couple that I've gotten where I've traveled. And and I know I said like I don't go anywhere. But like I don't count those states. Because like that's where family lives. So I like go
1: there often. (laughs) But. Why don't you share kind of where you got the idea for the mugs. And when you started doing that. Oh
0: I'm trying to think. I can't remember exactly how I started it. But. I believe it was because I was at Orlando, and I've gone to Orlando a lot. Like, we go to Orlando a lot, and I'm very lucky to be able to go to Orlando a lot. And I remember we were at Disney Springs, which used to be called Downtown Disney. Which was better when it was downtown Disney. <laughs> I used to love going there, and now it sucks. Uh, yeah, I like it that that name too. Yeah, well, and that's like this big commercial mall, which is nice. Like, they upgraded. But they have another big outlet mall there that we yeah. used to go to, so it's not fun anymore. They used to
1: be more like a little bit of Disney, but free, and now it's more of a
0: mall. I'm trying to think. I think I saw one of their mugs at the Disney store that's there, and, and it said, like, Disney, and it was a Starbucks mug, and I was like, what? What is this? And so then I didn't buy it, and I'm so dumb for not buying it because i was like no i don't like i don't want to buy it or blah, blah, blah. It was ten dollars whatever then there's a starbucks there too at dis at downtown D- or disney springs and i went in and i saw that they had a florida one and i was like oh this is is this a thing like is this like a thing and i googled it and i saw that every state and every big city has one and i was like oh, oh my goodness so i ended up getting I, so that was just like in the back of my mind, and then when I graduated at one of the internships I had, i um, I was gonna I was planning on moving at the time, and it, that obviously didn't happen. And they gave me a Florida mug from Starbucks because I would always talk about like how I liked coffee, and then I would always bring a nice Starbucks coffee, and it was like a little inside joke between me and like the people, like my bosses that were in in charge of the internship, and they gave me my very first mug that had Florida on there oh, cute. then after that when I went to New York I always try to find something to bring back and I would bring back like keychains and magnets but like those kind of things don't have meaning and they're just kind of there so then I was like
1: and then you have too many and you throw most of them you, out yeah
0: you have too many there's only so many keychains I can put on my key and it just became kind of like what, what do I want and then I was like at the airport and I was like there's a Starbucks I saw the mug for New York and I got it I'm a little upset, though, because they changed their designs. They had another design, and they switched them. So when I went recently to Chicago and to North Carolina, the mugs were different. And I was like, "Oh, now I have to. Like, I want to get them, but they're not going to match. So I ended up buying them, and I gave away my Florida and my Orlando one. In my, I didn't give away my old New York one. I have that one still. But I gave, um, or I don't think I did. I gave those to some of my cousins because I was like, I need all of them to match. <laughs> so I have to get the Florida one, but I don't plan on doing that right Your now. You're mug I perfectionist. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like all of my mugs. Actually, that's not true. I like buying different types of mugs. But like, as far as that collection goes.
1: Right. If it's a collection, then you like it to match.
0: Yeah, exactly. On Pinterest, there's this thing where you can cut out I'm pretty sure you can buy it but my dad can probably make it for me is it's like a wooden map of the United States with hooks on each state and you hang the mug from that state on there and then it looks really cute Uh, and when I went to Miami to visit you we were looking for the Miami mug Mm -hmm. and I have that too I did I bought it so I have that one it's it's my thing it's very hard because I try my best to not break it on the airplane back or to like care for it. I wrap it with like, they're big and they can break. And I just wrap it with like a lot of socks and underwear. So that clean underwear. So, but yeah. um, So I want to ask you, is there somewhere where you haven't been that you would like to visit? Like a dream vacation that maybe it's like on your one day list and that you're like, one day I'm going to visit this place And who would you want to go? Would you want to do it solo with your family or, like, with your future family? Like, if it's something you want to do. Because, like, I've always wanted to visit Paris. I've never visited. I've never left the country. Um, It's a little hard for me to leave the country. and But I know one day I will. One day I will get to Paris. And I would like my first time in Paris to be solo travel. Because I want it to be, like, a getting-to-know-myself type of thing. I'm hoping that one day as well when I have a child, hopefully it's a girl, I would want to take her for her fifth birthday to Paris and do like a cute mommy daughter thing. If I have a boy, I'll still do the same thing, but it would be cute if it's a girl
1: yeah well if you go to Paris I recommend you go during Christmas time Ooh, I've been there twice and I didn't like it that much the first time because I think I visited too many places that time around but the second time I went with family it was actually Christmas they had the lights and the trees everywhere so I recommend your first time to be more because you like Christmas like me anyways so when I visit places and I kind of did this by accident and then now I just try to do it but it's more of a Europe thing so when I go to Europe I like to buy really cool fountain pens like old style fountain pens which I call filla, but I know in English it's called fountain pen but this kind of started by accident when I went to a exchange program and when I was 12 they would give us like a little bit of money when we were in the exchange program and one of the things I used my money to buy was this really cool fountain pen that from a museum and they had this rose smelling ink that came with it and it was super pretty and it had like porcelain tip and like roses on it and it was really cool and then after that when I went on the Europe trip, I bought one or two. And then when I went back to Paris on one of the my adventures with my brother, I found this really cool golden antique fountain pen. And when I mean fountain pen, I don't mean like the ones that you buy at like Office Depot. I mean like the ones that you have to dip into the ink. So that's what I mean. So, I've kind of made that a habit. I've been buying whenever I see but but it's not like I have to buy one every time I go somewhere, but whenever I go to a city or a country that I find old and I see a really unique one, I have to buy it. And I have a box with like 5 or 6 of them that I think are really cool and I use them once in a while but I don't use them that often because they're kind of annoying to dip right dip right but I have written a couple letters and stuff with them. I also really like to buy unique notebooks. I actually just reorganized my room and I have a huge Tupperware full of notebooks under my bed which I think is like a writer thing but I've been doing it since before I realized I was a writer.
0: Yeah it is. (laughs) But
1: it just has to be like a a notebook that is really cool. Those are two big things I do when I travel. I don't really like to buy postcards or anything like that because I think those things get lost and I, you end up throwing them away. I have bought one or two mugs. I do love going to coffee shops too in places, but and I love going to like more of a, a home-owned coffee shop, like you said. Yeah,
0: like a local one.
1: Yeah, I love seeing like when when it, the owner is there or when they have really cool baked goods or when it feels more homely. It's just whenever it's something like that, the coffee's always better than the big, the big coffee shops, always. Because they put more like heart into it. I'm not sure what it is, but it's just better.
0: Yeah, I also feel like they do it with like a different type of coffee. Coffee than like a generic um, like a Dunkin' coffee. No, I I like the pen the pen thing you said because like I like pens too. I'm a hoarder because I like taking them from the hotel rooms, but not the cute pens. And I remember seeing them and I was like, oh, wow, these are really nice. Um, so do you with notebooks? Do you have any that have like the city that you've traveled to, or like is there a pen or or a notebook that you've collected that that has like a special story? Well, no,
1: none of them none of them have any type of city written on them. I found an old bookstore when I was in Italy, Rome. It was this place that had really old books that were used. And then I found a section with uh, with notebooks. And there was this one notebook and it had these really weird looking... They looked like witches because they had long noses, but it was just like someone had doodled this character and it had that character all over it. And I always remember, I thought it was so unique. So I bought that because I was like, this is... I'm never going to find something like this. And I remember showing it to my mom and she's not a big witch... She was like, ew. <laughs> and I was like, but it's so funny. Look at their faces. <laughs> you know, it's funny because a, a lot of times when I try to go back to when I was younger and stuff, these are the types of things that I realized, like, wow, I was always kind of a writer. And I didn't even realize I would collect notebooks and I would collect fountain pens. Yeah, so I was like, you know, they're like little clues that you're like, wow, it was so obvious. <laughs> but
0: you don't realize it until you go back to your old drawer. I kind of want to go back a little bit and talk about like traveling, like where we want to go. I've visited most of the places that I would say
1: I've dreamt of going. I want to go back to a lot of places I have visited. I I, I want to go back to New York. If it were up to me, I'd go to New York once or twice a year or more.
0: I went one time to New York for the ball drop. And we were in like the middle of everything and all of like the people and everything. And I was so tired and so exhausted from standing up and being crowded with people. And there was this, there was these two girls next to us and they had ordered a pizza box or some pizza and they were so, they were so like, they were just holding this box and they shared a pizza slice with me and my cousin and his, um, his girlfriend at the time. And it was, we were starving cause like we had been there since like 10 AM, 9 30 AM. And we were like, just standing there for like 18 hours until the ball dropped or how many of our hours. So We didn't eat. We didn't use the bathroom. We weren't drinking water so that we wouldn't have to use the bathroom. And at one point, I was so exhausted and hungry and not in a good mood that I just grabbed their... I asked them for their pizza box and they were just like holding on to it. And they were like, yeah. And then I just sat on top of the pizza box on the floor and I didn't care. I was wearing a skirt, which was gross. Pants. I'd be like, okay, you were exhausted, but with a skirt. Gross. And I'm always like, what kind of human being am I? So trashy that I sat on the freaking floors of New York where there's like rat fetus and p- with a skirt. <laughs> no, nasty. That's, that's just tells you how dumb I was.
1: You know, speaking of pizza boxes, actually uh, I have a funny story that so we have like Disney points and we use them to go to the Alaska cruise on the Disney cruise as a family and it was awesome gotta say but to get there you have to fly to Vancouver and back and we point my mom's a flight attendant so we would fly for free because we were all underage or students but like you have to fly on standby and if there's space if there's not enough tickets or whatever so sometimes we, got, we get split up because we're a family of six or seven whatever but the whole point is that on the way back we were supposed to stay a night in Vancouver and fly all of us in the morning, but there wasn't a lot of spots. So that morning we got to Vancouver instead of us all leaving the next morning, my brother, my little sister and I, we got on a flight at like, I don't know, 10 p.m to fly to New York I think it was and my parents would fly the next day because Nana who was with us had a ticket and she was gonna fly the next day so that they wouldn't leave her alone in the hotel and so my brother and I and my little sister we go and we're starving this little place in Vancouver everything's closed apparently in this airport which is crazy because in the Miami one everything's always open till who knows what time Mm -hmm. but it was like we got there at like 8 or 9 and everything was closed all the restaurants everything 8am or 8pm it was pm oh Wow, that's weird. Yeah. And my brother and I, we were starving and we were going to be in this flight for, I don't know, I don't know how many hours it is, but it was going to be a long flight and we hadn't eaten anything since like breakfast or whatever. So we were starving and I find these people eating and I'm like, where'd you guys get food? And they tell me, but it was super far. I had to go back like a 20 minute walk to get there. And so I tell my brother, I'm starving. I'm going to go and get us a pizza at the place where these people said. And so I go and the lady is there with the pizza and I tell her, I want a whole pizza. And she was like, well, I don't have a one ready. You're going to have to wait like 20 minutes for the pizza to be ready. So I am there and I text my brother and I'm like, okay, stay at the door because they, they were going to board soon. And I was like, I'll get there and I'll bring the pizza and we'll eat it. <laughs> So I wait and the lady takes way more than whatever minutes she told me. She takes like half an hour and I get there and we're like the last ones boarding and turns out because we're on standby, we ended up sitting in first class because there was the seats that were left were in first class. Mm. Yeah. So I'm with this huge pizza box. Like I'm talking about like Costco sized pizza box and (laughs) I like don't know what to do with it. We're in first class. We each have like tiny carry-ons. My brother's like, we should just throw away the pizza. I'm like, are you crazy? I waited half an hour for this pizza. (laughs) I'm not throwing it away and he's like <laughs> yeah and he's like he's like what are we gonna do with this pizza box we have nowhere to put it we're not gonna hold it in our seat and i was like you know what i'm putting it in the carry-on space <laughs> There was enough space. I'm not taking a space from anybody. And he was like, that's weird. People don't put pizza in carry-on space. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm putting the pizza there and we're not wasting this. (laughs)
0: You're
1: going to eat it. (laughs) pizza." I think my little sister had a slice because she's really picky, just like me. And then um, I had a slice because I was starving. And maybe my brother had a slice. And then we put it in the carry-on and then they gave us food. And when we get to the United States, wherever we were going, I think it was New York. I remember getting there with my brother. We're still holding our huge pizza box. You're going from Vancouver, Canada to the United States. So you have to go through um, customs, right? <laughs> we go through customs and then they check your bags to make sure you're not bringing any contraband or meats or fruits or anything like that. And we go through it and when we, I still have this huge pizza box. And my brother's like, we just throw it away. And I was like, no, it's pizza. You can eat it anytime, any place." <laughs> I, I was like, I'm not throwing away the pizza. It's pizza. And we go through and the, and the security people are like, these people are so smart traveling with their own pizza. I wish I had pizza. (laughs) I just remember my brother and I were just cracking up because of their comments. And actually, like, we ended up eating the pizza once we got to New York and we had to wait for our parents for a while. I don't even remember, but we ate the pizza. But I just, when you were talking about sitting on the pizza box i was thinking of the pizza and how my brother was like you can't put the pizza in the carry-on space And i was like i'm putting it there people put their jackets i'm putting the pizza because <laughs> i couldn't put it on the floor then i would be taking other people's space and there was you know the pizza box is thin so i'm not taking up anybody's bag space <laughs> but i was remembering and my brother was just the whole time he was like throw away the pizza i was like i waited so long for this pizza i paid for this pizza I am not throwing away this pizza. Just the security people, they were like, these people are so smart. <laughs> and I was just like cracking up because I had been carrying around the stupid pizza
0: box all day. <laughs> it's so funny. So on that note of like another, this is like a funny story. And I like our little funny stories of traveling. I always love hearing. I love travel stories. I know. The last time that I went to New York with my cousins, this is 415 to 16-year-olds that I went with. Talking about food, I don't know if you're this way. I... I travel with snacks, not necessarily like just on not just on the plane, like usually the way that I kind of travel on a budget is and I've done this before when I've gone with other friends is like, I like to ball out on like one meal a day. So whether that's lunch or dinner, but then the other meals, I will be frugal with my money. So I will like go buy cereal and then eat cereal. I'm not a big breakfast person. So I'll just like buy a box of cereal or something and like just eat cereal in the morning or I get a hotel room that has free breakfast and then I'll make a little sandwich and then like stick it in my purse and then like that'll be my lunch. And then usually I like to spend money on dinner because you can reheat dinner the next morning if you have a microwave in your hotel room. Just a little tip. But anyways, I made sure we got a hotel room with a mini kitchen and that had free breakfast. The second day in, I realized that they were getting hangry very like often throughout the trip. We decided to stop into like a, a Walgreens because that's all they have over there's like well they have like small stores too but walgreens are like what we we're we're used to and we went and we got a bunch of snacks so granola bars popcorn not the kind that you pop like the already popped one we bought some sandwich ziploc baggies and i i don't know if i was annoying when i asked them to do this but this was just my way of making sure they weren't hangry i would have them like make their own little baggies of popcorn and grab their granola bar and grab their water bottle and like every morning such a mom (laughs) I was in mom mode every morning they would have their little backpacks or their little purses and I'm like make sure you stuff your snacks in there and then if I started to notice that they were like kind of being a little hangry be like you should eat your snacks (laughs) and or like I would eat my snack kind of like encourage them to eat their snack yeah I just thought of that story kind of with your with the whole food thing yeah no i actually
1: i always like to if i'm going on an airplane ride that's long enough and i kind of got my little sister to do it now too but i love packing haribo gummy bears i love eating those on a plane it's just it's like having popcorn at the movies but in an airplane for some reason it's just so fun to chew gummy bears (laughs) so i love doing that I, I'll take snacks and in the Europe trip we used to do that but we didn't really we didn't take food my when growing up my parents would always when we do a trip they would bring like sandwich bread and Nutella and you could always have that for breakfast or dinner anytime and so or sometimes they would go my parents would go on a fancy dinner and they'd be like no it's too expensive you guys stay home and eat sandwich <laughs> so we have a Nutella sandwich for dinner or cereal like you said but I I haven't done it too much when I've traveled without my parents. And when we did the Europe trip, we would buy a baguette in between all of us and then make a sandwich. It's really important to do the whole sandwich thing. Every time I go on a a road trip or a long plane ride, I make sure to bring food because you always get hungry. So I always bring a sandwich and a snack. I don't necessarily bring enough for the whole trip. I try to have it there. And then I always bring maybe one or two extra things just in case I get hungry. But not as much as what you're saying where I had something for every day. Not as much as that.
0: Yeah, I definitely do like Go wherever I go, the first thing I like to do is find a small grocery store and just buy snacks, Mm -hmm. just so that it kind of keeps me from not spending money. Right, but once you're there. Yeah, once I'm there, yeah. Like, I don't buy snacks here, just so that um, if I'm hungry I'm not buying $5 pretzels from a street vendor, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I love those. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's good to have one here and there, but not every single time you're hungry. Not every day, yeah. And also, when you want snacks, like, snacks are expensive. The people who sell snacks in the corner, yeah, like a bag of chips will be like five bucks and you can go to like Walgreens and buy like a little packet of them for the same price. So
1: what I worry mostly about is carrying around a water bottle because I get really thirsty, especially when you walk a lot, it gets really hot. I think I get really distracted, so I don't necessarily bring too many snacks I kind of always have one granola bar that I just put in my bag and then almost never eat it I have it there for security just in case I'm starving and my parents are like oh we're not eating till six sometimes when you're on big trips you're you're so distracted by your surroundings that you don't get that hungry in in real life I get really hungry but (laughs) not in trips as
0: much and I like spending money on nice on like food as well so mostly good food yeah, yeah so like when I go to New York I always take a little extra money to buy some macaroons because they have like the best ones and you can go to that fancy store that makes them and they're expensive. Mm -hmm. So I take a little extra money for that just in case... I want to, like, buy a little treat. Also, like, I so I go to museums a lot, and there, the food is so, I mean, New York is just expensive. I think I spent one time, like, $25 for half a sandwich, half a soup, and an orange juice. And they're not even good at the museum, the food Yeah, good. it's like, I could have gone to Panera and for $10 gotten this exact same meal, and it tastes better. Oh, uh, now I want Panera. <laughs> <laughs> They do delivery, so you should check that Well, we mentioned them in the last three episodes. So. They should sponsor us. I'm just kidding, but no, they should. <laughs> so, would you ever do I know you've gone to Europe a couple times, but I don't know if you went backpacking. <laughs> our Europe trip was supposed to be backpacking kind of thing. It kind of was. Uh-huh. Who did you go
1: with? It was me, my older sister, and two cousins. So it was a it was a good amount of people, and we're all around the same age, kind of. It was supposed to be backpacking except for my younger cousin. We all had our big backpacks that we bought, and we traveled with those everywhere. Once or twice we slept like on the train and stuff, but we didn't really do the backpack. Where you end up in sleeping in streets yeah. or anything really rough like that that my dad tells in his stories. Like when we did it, we did a trip around Europe and we did we did look into hostels and stuff, but we actually ended up finding that the Airbnbs were cheaper than the hostels. So we were like, why would we go stay in this nasty place where there's like eight other people in your bed where we could go to an Airbnb that's beautiful and
0: it's just the four of us? (laughs) Because a lot of the Airbnbs were beautiful. That's interesting. Yeah, you would think it'd be the other way around.
1: Well, it used to be. My dad stayed in hostels and I've heard a lot of stories of people staying in hostels. But when we looked it up, it was really, it was just about as expensive. And I, I think it's kind of a popular thing now. And also we were four people. So the Airbnbs, we could split. In between four people, and so we ended up doing that mostly. But but we did technically do backpacking. We had our backpacks, and we were we had our train ticket, and we vi- we went with trains, and we stayed in different places. But but it wasn't like the ones that you see where you're like hiking all day. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be able to do that type. I was really scared to do it. it was one of the reasons I didn't want to do it at first was because I imagined it kind of how my dad said his, where he was like, oh, we couldn't find a place to stay, so we would stand on the bench and stuff like that. And we were four women, and I had heard some crazy stories where strange you know tried things and that was really scary to me but then when I realized that we were always staying in somewhere safe and a lot of the times we saved a lot of money because in the bigger cities we had uh, someone we knew that lived there so we would stay at their house which was awesome at least half of the cities I think the only one where we really didn't have somebody to crash with was mostly in France Um, but almost everywhere else we had somebody we could stay with so that kind of allowed us to not have to spend money on on the place we were staying and I have like a notebook full of stories I was gonna
0: ask you yeah there's
1: one that I think is because my cousin gave me a notebook and I would write every day in it. I actually found it the other day and I was reading the first two pages and I was cracking up. That's so cool. Yeah, I did. It's it's hard because you're like don't want to sit there and write what happened the day before, but but we were on the trains a lot, so my cousin told me, "You need to write it." So I would force myself to write in the train rides, which was a lot. It was like almost every other day or whatever. And I would write a lot of details because if you only write one story per train ride, then you have a lot of time and I don't really sleep in trains too much. And I write just how I speak, which is pretty sarcastic and just like blunt so it's it's funny to go back and read it and one of the stories it's like my favorite stories we were i can't remember specifically but i think we were taking a train ride from like italy to switzerland or something like that i don't remember but it was the the longest train ride and we had to pass through germany or something we had opted to get the cheaper ticket instead of the one that would get there in like i don't know how much quicker but so this one would stop in a lot of places and we instead of being in a room we had to stay in this little tiny place where it just had six seats <laughs> it was us four and then there was this old man sitting next to me towards the window, and then next to my uh, my my older sister was this like this guy. Uh, I think he was um, Arab or something and he was super nice and he had just come from visiting his girlfriend in Germany and so he was there and he was talking to us and we were, we were hanging out and then my cousin started complaining because her big toe hurt a lot. I think she has like ingrown toenails or I don't remember what happened but she was like oh my god my toe hurts so much so she was like in a lot of pain and this guy was being so nice and he was like offering her like some can of like coconut water he had which he said would help her. I'm still not sure how and in the beginning it, the train this train wasn't that full and it was still the be- beginning and it was daytime. So we were walking around and there was a couple r- rooms like these with six seats. The further you went, it kind of changed and they were fancier. And, but there, we found one or two where there was nobody. And we were like, oh my God, this is kind of cool. So we told my two cousins, oh, we're going to go hang out in one of the other rooms where there's nobody so we can talk, you know, because we were there with these two strangers. And my cousin was like, okay, I'm going to stay here because my toe hurt. And my sister stayed with her. My cousin that came with us, she brought her her charger. She needed to charge her phone. So we went and we're sitting there and And we're just talking, we're, like, gossiping. I wasn't that close to this cousin before this trip, so it's, like, this trip was where we really got to know each other. And we're talking, it's been, like, 20, 30 minutes, and these two guys come, and they're, like, do you guys know what side of the, like, the train this is? Is it the side that ends up in Switzerland or the side that ends up in, like, France? And we're, like, what are you talking about? And they're, like, oh, you know how, like, the train splits and then half of it ends up in one country and the other one in another country? And we're, like, what?! Like, what are you saying? I mean, this this half of the part of the train did look a lot fancier and better. So we're like, what? I mean, so we get up and we run over back to our little seats and we ask somebody, and they're like, yeah. And then we realized and we were like, thank God these two guys came to talk to us because we wouldn't have realized it and we would have ended up who knows where. With she had her phone charging, but we didn't have our passports or anything with us because they were with our cousins in our seats. So we were like, oh my god, thank God we realized before the
0: train. Oh, before it split.
1: Oh my gosh. And it actually the split happened in that next stop. Once we found out we went to see and we saw how they would split the we we thought it was cool. So we saw them split the train. They like just kind of like unhinged some hook and then it just like went the opposite way that we went and we were like, oh my God, we almost ended up somewhere strange (laughs) with no passport. You're only her phone which didn't really work that well and I was like oh my god thank god we did not end up in a strange place with no belongings and no passport or way of showing that we are not illegal <laughs> and and then so we after that we kind of decided to stay with the strangers in her room <laughs> and this was just the beginning of the train ride <laughs> so we had plenty of other stuff happen uh, we had there were so many stops and then it got to nighttime, and we were supposed to sleep but all we had were our chairs so we would sleep in our chair and for some reason my sister had the bad luck of her chair apparently was like sold to like eight people because people kept coming in at different stops in the middle of the night this train would stop every like 20 minutes and they would come in and then they, the somebody would be like that's my seat and my sister would be like no this is my seat and then they would go call that the train attendant and he would turn on his little flashlight and wake us all up and then look at my sister and ask my sister to show her ticket and then he would see the ticket of the new person and he'd look at my sister's ticket and he'd be like yeah you both have the same ticket so So I don't know what to tell you. And then he would give my sister her ticket back. And he did this like six times. The same guy, right? The same attendant. My sister's like, I've shown you the ticket so many times. You know this is my seat. Then there was like, because Germany gets pretty strict with like border control and stuff, we would hear like children crying. Found like little kids hidden under chairs in in the train rooms. And so they would basically take these kids out screaming and crying and just like take them in the next stop because so the parents... The parents, what they would do is they're trying to, I guess, give their kids a better life. So they put their kids in the train they're not in the train, just the kids, tell them to hide somewhere. And then the kid gets found at like the next stop or something. And then they just take him out and I don't know, I guess leave him there, which it was so sad to see the little kids crying. There was this one kid that like snuck back in like twice. And I don't know where he ended up or how he ended up getting back home. But it's just sad. I know that like it's the job of the policemen in the stops and stuff. But these little kids, it was like a little six year old, you know, and he was just like crying and like, was like, No, no. And they were just take him out and we were like oh my god and then they would come and they and they checked each of our passports the guy the guy that was in our in our room actually he ended up being taken out because they checked his passport and his visa had just expired like a month before and I guess he didn't notice and he had he was coming back from visiting his girlfriend he was studying somewhere there and but he was so nice and we felt so bad that he I guess got deported or I don't know if they just took him out and left him at the stop or if they actually deport them I'm not sure how it works because we only saw the action of them being taken out of the train and then in the middle of the night there was this one moment where I really had to go to the bathroom and then I accidentally opened the door and some guy was in the bathroom and I was like shit I like hid because I was like I don't know who this guy is and like me and my cousin just hid and then we were trying to get to the other side and then but in the other side they have the actual rooms where there's beds since people sleep there but those you have to pay more for those but I had heard there was like a place where you could buy some food and I was like let's see if there's anything good and the prices you know because we had been in this train for I don't know like 15 hours or something crazy and my cousin's with me we go to where it's supposed to be there's this door open where people are supposed to be sleeping and we hear like giggling and then there's this two women and the guy who's like one of the attendants and he comes out and he was like what do you guys need and he's like super super drunk like you can tell he was drunk he could like his eyes were red he could barely open them he was like walking weird and the women were like giggling like you guys wanna join like he was like hooking <laughs> up with these two women and it was so gross and we were like ew and I was, I grabbed my cousin and I was like let's go back and then my cousin who like is like I guess she wasn't scared she was just like oh we were looking for the place where we can buy the thing and he's like oh let me help you and he like takes out a key like right next to where they were and he opens this random door and there's like Drawers and there's like croissants and stuff in these bags that look really bad. Nothing like the picture. They're just it's just like little drawers, like kind of like airplane drawers, but there's just like non-fresh food and bags. And I'm like, Oh, you know what? I'm good, thanks. (laughs) And he just like goes back in with his like two girls and like their rooms, and he's like, You guys can't be on this side of the train. And I like, I was like, okay, and I ran back. But (sighs) I think those were like the most important things that happened in this train, right? But this was like the craziest train ride. To, to us, the craziest thing was that we almost ended up in a whole different part of the country. <laughs> this was the probably the out of all the stuff that happened, a lot of stuff happened. That was probably the craziest story I have from the Europe trip.
0: <laughs> I think the craziest thing as far as like I got on a subway and it took me to, I think it took me somewhere to like Queens instead of going to Brooklyn. Oh. So that's like, <laughs> I've done that so many times. <laughs> like, I totally took the wrong way and I was like, oh, wait, is this the Brooklyn Bridge I'm crossing? It's not. but yeah i love travel and so would you ever write a book about your travels or like a story where you're taking inspiration from your travels because you you've gone to europe and like most there's like a lot of books like that and i like reading those books where like there's like teenagers traveling or young adults traveling i don't know
1: i i don't like writing about my life so i don't think i would ever write like a memoir or anything like that because i don't well, too many people knowing about my life, and I think it's boring to write about my life.
0: Yeah, would you do it as like a like taking inspiration from? So like, I've always thought about writing a book about New York, and not necessarily about one trip in, spe- like specifically, but just like maybe a, a girl going to New York and then with her friends or something, and just kind of taking inspiration from certain events that have happened to that, and obviously being creative and changing story. But like, would you ever consider that since you've visited all of these places? mm-hmm, I've never I, I never
1: really thought about it. I don't know if I would write something about somebody traveling. I've never written a traveling story, but I have taken inspiration, like I think I've written a couple stories in New York. I used to write stories of people in places that I didn't know about, but then I, I came to realize that that's kind of a no-no unless you do a lot of your research. It's better to write of a place where you've been. So I could take inspiration of like a town I visited or something. And maybe research into that because the times I wrote about cities or anything, I had people come up to me and tell me, well, I actually am for the city or, or a teacher point out that I wasn't being good enough with the setting details. And I realized that if I'm going to write about anything, I should have visited it and make sure that I'm writing about the houses and how they look and stuff like that in the right manner. So I might use it as inspiration. I tend to take inspiration from different places. So from people's stories that I've heard or from my own stories or from what I have visited. But I don't know. Maybe I'll write a a traveling story one day, and then I can have some of the crazy stuff happen. But I don't think I would ever write about myself. I could integrate some of what I've experienced
0: into a character. Yeah, because like it'd be it'd be a really like good like short, not short story, but just like a young adult novel. Like I could picture it like a young adult novel of like four friends or just two friends traveling and like the whole train thing. I could see that being like part of the chapter and maybe not the entire experience but just from one place to another and you obviously what well, you can change it and maybe add like you know they fall in love or something just but it's like a good because I agree like maybe not writing about some country that you haven't 100% visited but I don't know when I read a book and they're like set in some place and they're talking about a specific coffee shop and they're naming the streets like I don't really care because I'm not gonna like like, I'm not going to go visit that place and make sure that they're, like, fact-checking the author to that degree. Um, So I think it'd be fun if you just mentioned, if you wanted to, like, write a story about that. Like, I mean, I don't even do it either, which is what I
1: thought. I don't really fact-check cities or countries that people mention, but I did have one time, for example, I was mentioning a city that I had looked up, and I kind of mentioned, like, Uh, her passing some house or the house she lived in was in this way. And, and then the professor or somebody there was like, I actually have visited or lived there. I grew up there. And he was like, "Um, the houses are not old style. They're only buildings or whatever. You know what I mean? So that's why I think it's important, at least for me to have at least visited. So at least I have an idea of how the surroundings are. Like if I start talking about New York, And I start talking about and describe it in a way of how I live in Miami, where everything you have to drive everywhere, and then it would be different because over there you have like the Mm -hmm. drugstores and everything is kind of owned by by small people, by smaller people. So you can't really relate it to how things are in Miami, where everything's Mm -hmm. owned by like corporations. So that's kind of what I mean. Not necessarily like the, um, you know, this terrace street and turning left. I meant more like. How it looks in the yeah, streets. Yeah, that because makes sense. sometimes when you research it, it's not correct. And I've noticed that. Because sometimes I just try to research it, but the things are not always correct. So I know I've know i now come to the conclusion that, like, unless I've visited it, I don't want to write a story based on that place, unless I have a little bit of experience.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, like, I, I don't know if I would write a story about, like, Paris if I've never been there. Um But like, I would write a story about New York, not necessarily my story, but maybe an experience that I'm like, that would be funny, and then kind of take inspiration from that. And um, I think I've visited New York enough to where I could probably write a good book about it.
1: Yeah, I mostly write when I write of New York, I mostly write about the place where my sister used to live, because that's the place where I kind of visited the most. Like, if someone lived in New York, they, w- they don't. people that live in New York don't necessarily do the touristy things unless they live like in Manhattan in one of the main streets but my sister used to live in Queens in Astoria so I kind of have seen a little bit of like the parks there and the small town people there like you see a lot of actually Hispanic people that li- live there and you see them in the parks with their kids I, I saw some these like this Mexican family and they would all like visit the parks and sell like elote with like You know, mayo and cheese, and they would, and the Mm tuna picking, and they would go around like selling it. But you would see like the groups of friends who would like meet up at the park to play uh, soccer and little observations like that that I've made that I could add into a story to make it real. That if I write about, I don't know, Chicago that I've never been to, I have no idea. And those things I think are important to make it personalized. I'm not a big settings person. Settings, I think, is one of my big weaknesses when I write. But things like that, I guess, I've come to realize for me, it's just better. To recognize,
0: yeah, I write a lot of fantasy, so my I can be very creative with my settings. Um, but yeah, I I loved hearing all the stories, and I kind of I'm gonna wrap it up. You know, asking everyone like, is there a place that you've traveled to, or have you been to New York? What's your favorite place in New York, or what do you like to do when you travel? Um, let us know on Instagram. Make sure you like us again on all social media. We have Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Everything's at Sounds Nice Podcast. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Sounds nice. Sounds nice. Uh, uh, Drive me crazy.